Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute is another way to say that. Today on Ghibli Minute, we will be talking, and we are talking, and momentarily we will be talking about Castle in the Sky, Minute 41. Minute 41 opens with a vein throbbing on General Moro's head, and it ends with robot guts. Yay. Yay. So Pazu gets the dungeon, <laughs> and gets Shita gets the tower. Yeah. Dungeon tower. Mm-hmm. Dungeon. Dungeon. Dungeon tower. tower. We see that. So after we cut away from General Moro, we see an outside mm-hmm. kind of establishing shot of the tower. Right. Of the window, I think, of her room. No, we don't. No, we don't get her window. It's like on the, One of the yeah, it's, side. It's on the side. But we see flags. Yeah. What do you think those flags are? Like military I was thinking, divisions? Yeah, they could be the, like the regimental insignia. Yeah, like right. here's our flag of our unit. Kind here's of like the Air Corps and here's like the yeah. fleet and whatever. That's what I think they probably are. The other idea I had was that there was some kind of semaphore. Hmm? Do you know what semaphore is? No, I'm uneducated. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of our education is ongoing throughout life, right? <laughs> right. Semaphore is, uh, is saying things with uh, flags. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. So naval semaphore, like mm-hmm. if you're like sailing, if you yacht, there's a whole... There's like an alphabet or something. You can run up different flags, like three different flags, and they'll each mean something else, and you can like kind of put together sentences and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like the light thing that they do, like the light signal. Wait, yeah, no. like the light signal, but okay. that's like Morse code. Where yeah. It's a da- dots and dashes, but this is like actual. There's another, I think there's another kind of semaphore where it's like person to person, and you're holding two flags, and you move them in different direction you know you move them in different positions to indicate i don't know if you've seen that monty python sketch of wuthering heights done in semaphore no <laughs> that sounds you know the great. two lovers the heathcliff and whatever her name is they're like meeting on the top of some moor or whatever and something and they're like <laughs> they're declaring their love for each other through you know wave by waving flags around but this is like <laughs> sailing semaphore there's so there's always i remember i was talking in the green room earlier about uh the patrick o'brien novels the aubrey matron novels of the oh right wait. napoleonic ship of the line mm-hmm. so they're always like throwing signals out like running up flags to throw out different signals right and a lot of, <laughs> a lot of the time they they use like that's a code but then they put another code in that where like they'll put a bible verse They'll like spell out just a Bible verse and then you go look up the verse and that's the actual message. So I would one, hate that. Yeah, so it's a great way of throwing shade on every on everybody. Because like there's one there's one scene where he's part of like this maneuver and like his ship was really slow and it didn't handle well, so he couldn't mm-hmm. keep in line with all the maneuvers that all the other ships were doing. Right. So the admiral or whatever that was in charge of the whole thing ran up this uh, signal which the Bible verse read, oh, that my orders were written down in a book. It's kind of like, 
you can't do what you're told, buddy. Anyway, <laughs> so I was wondering if they were, if it was semaphore, if it was what? some kind of signal. What do you think could be the weather? I don't know. We have the, the girl. We have the girl. <laughs> Who are they signaling though? Who are they signaling? Like probably any ships that are coming to dock or something. Yeah, or like any scout in the air. Yeah, it could be relaying orders to passing ships, or it could be sightings of enemy movements, which then led me to the thought, Mm -hmm. who is the enemy? Why do they have this army? Who is the army preparing to fight? I don't, we don't really get, we don't see that, yeah. We don't, we know that the government like wants Laputa for like weaponry purposes. We never really get to see the Who they're going to use those weapons against. Like the only other enemy to the government we see is Dola's right, pirate clan. Exactly. So that's are they I like thought. fighting a pirates? Well, that's what you know when they, after nine eleven, when they were like rushing through all these new laws to make like the security apparatus stronger, mm-hmm. right? right? And people compared it to the Roman Empire when a lot of their liberties started to be curtailed over, and a lot of the power oh. was starting to be consolidated mm-hmm. it was because of piracy like oh, the pirates in the mediterranean were mm-hmm. like you know just wreaking havoc and so they're like we need to control we need a stronger navy we need a stronger government to take care of these pirates yeah and which is kind of our terrorism yeah and i guess since pirates are mostly in the air i'm yeah. assuming having a giant weapon in the air that could detect the- one Le, like the flying thing. island of Laputa is what you're talking about? Yeah. Like, I guess pirate... That'd be like, pretty boss. That'd that be would useful. be pretty boss. But It could help you solve your piracy problem. <laughs> Easily. Now, snap. I don't know. I feel like that's too extra for pirates. <laughs> it's a little much. It's overpowered. Yeah. For pirates. To me. The game is imbalanced. Yeah. You, you want to nerf it, so... Yeah. I feel like having Laputa is like having a nuclear weapon. It's a god mode, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. In this world, totally is in this world. So I, I guess think. I guess it's kind of like an arms race, I suppose. Yeah, Muska talks about this a little bit more this week, later. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think maybe tomorrow. Mm, okay. It's like yeah, so we we can get into it a little even even more. Mm-hmm. I'm Whoa. sure our listeners will be thrilled. <laughs> but yeah, the flags. So I'm just I was wondering what those flags were signaling, hmm. or if they're just the regimental colors, which is yeah, probably that, what they are. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> you've got like this one yellow flag and then there's like a flag that's red and blue but like divided yeah. into two right triangles yep and then you've got a green and black and then another red and black but yeah. a different right we can't see if there's any like you know Emblem? insignia yeah, yeah. Or... Not flags. yeah. We're, not, we're not close enough mm-hmm. yeah then we cut two inside the room inside Sheeta's room inside yeah we slow zoom on the tower yep. and then we cut to her room and her room looks lavish luxurious well appointed yeah like like a guest room at like a castle this is this space is a almost castle. so much like a guest room at a castle that it could as be. to be <laughs> a guest room at a at castle. A castle. <laughs> yeah i uh i'm catching up slowly don't worry <laughs> it is i mean it's who do you think uses this room normally Normally? Like, what other kinds of guests would they put in this room? I don't know, politicians? Yeah, that makes sense. Like, government leaders? Or just more generals, like yeah. visiting generals or commanders. 
Right. What do you think those pictures are of on the wall? They look like pictures of architecture. Yeah, like like pictures of this fort. Yeah, like of, yeah, the pink one, definitely. That's that's always so lame when you go visit somewhere and there's like, it's all decorated with pictures of the thing that you're visiting. Yeah, I know. (laughs) You're like, I saw it. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) on the way in here. Yeah, that's why I'm here to see the actual thing and not this picture of the thing. Yeah. I mean, if this you were selling this picture, I might buy it just to take home and remind me of seeing like I don't I don't go to visit Mount Fuji and like go up the mountain and just see like a picture frame of Mount yeah. Fuji and it's like I'm climbing it. Yeah, I don't. I would want that picture in my room at home. Yeah. to remind me of seeing the actual thing, and right. not when I not I can step out of the room <laughs> and look at the actual thing. Right. I would want a picture of my home, maybe right there. Yeah, because I get homesick, but not of the structure I'm visiting. So maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. That would be funny. And then the other one looks like a grander castle. Yeah, you know what? It reminds me of um, Georgia O'Keeffe. Like in her, one of her earlier paintings was when she oh. came to the city, mm-hmm. visit some city. She did like a painting of buildings. Those were pretty cool. Yeah. Before she got into all flowers. Right. All flowers all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but it's a nice bed, a little four-poster. Nice, uh, nice curtain. There's no curtain on the window, though. No, there's like a wooden board next to it. Yeah, we'll see. What? Yeah, we'll see a little bit. I don't understand the nails on the bo- in the board. It looks like it's like nailed to the wall. Like we'll see it like in the close-up. Oh the yeah, next right. shot. It looks. There's a row of nails. What are they? I don't understand those. I don't. And if in the far shot, there's like four rows, three. Yeah, three or four rows of nail. Five. Five. Whoa, that's extra. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... You can't nail it to a stone wall. Well, I guess you could if you had like a nice, <laughs> you know, really powerful nail gun or something. Yeah. I don't... I don't know either. Like are there bore? Is there like a, like a little slat or something on the other side of the shutters that you can use as like handles? But then wouldn't the nails be on that side? Yeah. Are these like the... Were the nails too long and they're sticking out? That's not safe. But they look like heads. They nail do. Nail heads, not points. I know. I don't know. I don't know why that bothered me, but it it, it does. It does. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. It bothers me. Yeah. Okay. So Muska comes in. Yeah. Have a nice rest. Yoko nemurita. <laughs> don't. What's that? Don't. <laughs> don't what? Like, that's so, that's such a like villain, villainous thing to say. It is, isn't it? Like you kidnap like someone and they wake up and you're like, oh, good morning, Sleeping Beauty. Like yeah. you you put chloroform yeah, over my mouth. especially if they were drawn. I yeah. just... We don't think she was though, right? No, she was taken. So this is the next day? Yes. I th- did it, Did they travel overnight, do you think? Probably. So we're going to get into this maybe we... this week and the next. Yeah. Because we have to factor in... Spoilers, Pazu's going to leave and go back Whoa, to his hometown. <laughs> but Dola's... we have to figure out yeah. his travel time and if the events that we see him in are contemporaneous with like the events that we see. They may not be, but if they're not, then she's holding out for a long time. Yeah. this. I mean, watching this film and like this sequence, it feels all very like in a span of a few days, not it like does. weeks. So maybe they weren't very far, but maybe they just, maybe they did knock her off or... By the time they got, I don't know, because we said they, what did we say? We said, we thought it was like early morning. Yeah, that's when what they I exited the cave. Thought it could be like. 
And so they, if, but we thought they climbed a while. Mm -hmm. So it was still like midday, we thought. Midday, I thought. Late morning, I'm going to guess. That's my feeling. It could have been like sundown. That's a long climb. That is a long climb. Unless they, I don't know, man. I don't know either. Anyway, we think this is the next morning. I think this is the next morning because. Unless they locked her up and said, just get, take a nap or something. Because Pazu gets knocked out. And he has and time he to wake up. up. Yeah. And it's like, it feels like the next day. So my favorite probably scene of of what you're describing, the bad guy. Oh. Say, waking is somebody uh-huh. waking up is in Dune when Jessica, Paul's mother, wakes up after mm-hmm. they attack the castle. And Baron Harkonnen, and she's like pretending to still be asleep. And Bar- the Baron Harkonnen is above her. And he sh- he says, the drug was timed. It's like I know you're not asleep, oh so my you don't God. have to pretend. Let's go a little smoother than that here. Yeah. Yeah, and he he walks over to like this like there's a table in this room, and it yep. it's it's full of presents. Yeah. Like five year old me would be like, yes, I'm with it. Like this is how you bribe a child, <laughs> 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 which I think is what Muska is trying to do yeah that's what he says what the subtitles are we see like there's like four maybe five boxes with like ribbons on them and two of them have dresses there's a red one that's frilly and then an orange one with like a frilly collar like a lace collar yeah Yeah. and she does in this white long sleeve dress so she was in like she we, was in her her black dress, and then she was in like the boys' clothes. Yeah, she was in Pazu's leftover. And now she's in clothes. white. Now she's in white. These track character transitions. I'll comment. I'll you gonna spell that out for me. I'll I'll comment on her dress later this week because I think tomorrow I'll go further into that. But this white dress I think is one of my favorite outfits oh, is it? of hers. Like her last outfit is my favorite, and then her blue dress, her black dress, whatever you want to yeah, call it. Yeah, her dark one. The dark one is my favorite, and then this one it's out of third her four. Favorite. This is my third favorite. Because <laughs> um, later on in the film, the like in like the effect it gives her, like especially in the scene of like fire and the robot like wakes up and it's like she's the damsel must, in distress. She's being that's rescued, the ultimate yeah. damsel in distress. Sounds like a Fay Ray thing as well. Yeah. King Kong. Right. Yeah. And he says, No interest in pretty clothes? I'm I you kidnapped me. You're trying to bribe me. No. So the the Japanese Oh no, what was it? Hayari no fuku wa kirai desu ka? Hayari no fuku. Do you hate fashionable clothes? <laughs> Do you hate what's trending right now? Yeah. Hayari. Hayari. And I guess frills is super in right now i guess it seems to be okay and he says don't fret about pazo his stubborn head is harder than mine which took me a minute to realize that he's referring to when shita knocked him out right oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) you hit me on the head and knocked me out He's been hit on the head by he's his also, boss. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm fine. He's even tougher than I am. He's like complimenting him, like offhandedly, and I was like, okay, that's cool. I guess Muska. Yeah. Trying to make Shita like you. Guilty. Oh, yeah. I, that was. Well, that's what it took me a minute. Oh, he's 
that was a little stab of like making her feel guilty. Okay. So then he says, come, I have something to show you. Yeah. He like drops the dress like with both of his hands at the same time. Like he's like. Whatever. I don't know. I'm done with this. Whatever. I can't believe I spent money on this. So where do you think he got this? Like at the, the neighboring town, the department store, like in the closest town to the. Do you think he had these beforehand? That would be creepy. Do you think he went and got these during the search for her, or after she was captured? I think he got them after General Morrow is like, "You're not getting anything out of her. You just tenuri. Yeah, tenuri. You like you need to like." I don't know. So with that, so they've had her. So this may be like a day or two later. I don't later. know. After this conversation, because General Morrill said, "Yeah, you're we're being too lenient." Yeah. So Muska might be like, "Oh, I'm not bribing her enough." But it doesn't seem like there's been enough time passed for that for him to comment on anything that has happened. Right. I mean, they've had Sheeta for a while, and she like got out of their hands. Oh, maybe that's what he's referring to. Yeah. You were too lenient, and she escaped. Like, taking her on, like, fancy passenger ships isn't enough. So it says, come, I have something to show. So now we keep, this week is a lot yeah. of tamais. Tamai. <laughs> this is just yeah. chock full of tamais. So many. Kitamai. Kitamai. Is, is that what he says? Is that what he says? Let me look at the, I have all the dialogue. Well, first he says, don't worry about him. And then he's, yeah, kitamai. Kitamai or kitamai? Yeah. Kitamai. Kitamai, okay. Zahi mitte muraitai mono ga arunda. Haidi tamai. Get into the. <laughs> Get in. Yeah, or please go in, right? Yeah, Muska uses this gentle, gentle tone with her. It's, yeah, it's he, a his male, voice it's gets like softer. A, it's, a, it's like a patronizing male way of making a request, right? Yeah. Like you're the. It's, it's a male form of speech. Mm hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, The way that it's used in this movie. It's like a. It's a little patronizing. It I, is. I, I, it's that's a my feeling. I mean, he's I also like talking to a kid. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess that's where the patron of the patronizing comes in. He's acting parental or, or assuming the fatherly role. With <laughs> yeah. This little girl. I don't know if, I if I would say fatherly, but. And you wouldn't? And his intentions get a little creepy later in the movie. Yeah. So they go down this elevator. They got some weird. They got a lot of they stuff got, built is, up in, within this castle. Oh, hold on, back up. In the in the Shita's room, it yeah. looks to be a bathroom in the background. Is it? Like you oh. can see like a tub. Oh yeah, you're right. That's that's cool that she they doesn't. Have that. She's more than just a little chamber pot. Yeah, and then there's like a picture of some trees or something. Yeah, nice landscape. Yep. Okay, moving on. <laughs> this elevator. Yeah. So, so what is number 45? There's a little sign that says... Is it 45? 45th floor, floor or... 45 or is it like gate 45? 45 days without an accident? <laughs> That's pretty... Uh, okay. Is that concerning? Like 45? Mm, no, that's an accomplishment. I suppose at like a military base. Yeah. 45 days without injury. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I guess. Looks a little bit. The sign looks a little bit more permanent than that, though. It it does. Looks like the forty fifth. Forty fifth. Maybe that's the regiment, or is this the forty fifth? I don't know. I don't know. I I think it's either floor or like. That's a high number for a floor. It is. They're going they, down that deep. 
or they're like or like the floors in the castle like before they occupied were too like far apart so they made more no that doesn't make sense it's like tower 45 tower or 45 or room 45 i don't know yeah it's i weird. don't know junction 45 maybe it's because they've got they've they've they're like trains going through here yeah they've got like railroads oh i just realized what those those are shells those are artillery yeah, those shells are, those are shells. I never even looked at what that was on the train, but that's what it is. Yeah, so this is like the, is this like a storage tower? Stored. I don't know, a guy, a little guy driving a little cart with like baggage behind it. Makes me think of like, you know, the underground layers of a Bond, James Bond villain. Oh, right. right. Or the rebel base. Or or the rebel base. <laughs> yeah, like uh, when Luke is about to go into like yeah. his like. Battle. Battle. They call them battles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot the word for the. <laughs> when you just see like men like with like driving like carts. That are, yeah, like, little luggage carts basically. Yep. Yeah. Or like at the airport. Like at the airport, exactly. But this time it's shells. We store weapons and our uh, hostages. <laughs> so I don't know how. Yeah. So I don't know how far down they're going. I mean, I guess it's just a half a dozen floors they're going down. But yeah. Yeah. I love the way that the you, we can tell when they've arrived by the light at the bottom of, on the floor. Oh, yeah. The distant floor mm-hmm. indicates that the elevator doors have opened. I like that effect. Yeah. There's like a weird patio. I don't know. A little balcony there. Like a balcony. It's a weird place to put it, I think. It could just be um, like a landing. Like there's a door there. Oh right! That you go out there to get mm-hmm. to the stairs or something. Right, or it's like a like a you put something on there and then you like carry it down as opposed to taking the elevator. That doesn't make sense. Never mind. Depends on how big it is. Maybe it's too big yeah, to fit maybe. in the elevator. But there are no wires. Like a robot, like a giant robot. Like a giant thing. robot, maybe. But there are no wires connecting to like the corners, so I doubt yeah. it. You... So this is now we get into the definite like underground military base holding like secrets. Yeah. Kind of like Area 51 and Independence <laughs> Day. This is right? Area 45. It, <laughs> <laughs> it totally is. Area 45. <laughs> okay. So I said I would comment on Sheeta's dress tomorrow. I lied. It's, I'm doing it today. Yeah. Because I thought this was tomorrow's episode. But it's what, not. of her first seeing the robot? Of- is that what we're talking about? No, just like Shita and Muska properly standing next to each other. Okay. It's a little, I don't know if it's like foreshadowing, probably not, but Shita looks like a bride and Muska is like a groom. The groom. And it's, and it's creepy to think about because later on in the film, Muska's like, I'm also like a royal of Lapita too, mm-hmm. and we have to like make lo- like make sure that Laputa rises again and I'm like oh. that's like the plot of the of Cagliostro right yeah so he she's like 12 though yeah <laughs> so yeah. that's a little it's a little sketchy it's a little sketchy it's like Roy Moore yeah it's it's gross and uh, yeah but I I thought about that for a second and was like ew 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 yeah, ew, ew ew icky anyway you yeah. get the robot we get the our first look of the robot. The robot, besides Uncle Plum. Right, exactly. <laughs> yes, we've already seen one robot. He didn't look like a robot, but he definitely is. 
That's no question about that. Uh, robot's pretty, pretty, pretty sick. cool. You, there's no way to tell to express how cool the robot it's is. So you just He's have so to see cool. it. It's so cool. We get a close up of his face. I love, love his face. I love the love little notch. Face. What do you think that notch is on Which the faceplate? This one. Yeah, on the lower, like below his left eye. Um, it could be like another, like, like a laser thing, like yeah, something could be. comes out. Or you put Just something. Just the whole in design. There. I mean, this is like, like a, it's designed. It's like a, an Apple product, <laughs> like the way it's designed, right? It's de- you can't tell exactly what functions things have, but you know that they that they're cool. Yeah, they probably have several different functions, and mm-hmm. it's just elegant, just the way it's put together. It's simple yet elegant. It doesn't, you know, the fact that you don't know what things are immediately for. It just makes it like makes it more of like a work less utilitarian it seems less utilitarian it seems mm-hmm. more like a work of art i don't know right you know what i mean it's less like bulky like you see a lot of like robots in like robot anime yeah. like in gundam or robotech yeah very true yeah it's more sleek circular it's less i don't know like bulky yeah it looks a lot like an alien robot like we'll get into that maybe tomorrow an alien robot it's We'll get into that tomorrow. Okay. And then the last shot is the guts, like the one of its arms slash wings is, is broken, is severed. Yeah. Is it weird? And they put the severed piece right next to the part where it's it's been cut off. So there's like, it's you see the guts of it. Yes. Yeah. It's laid out a lot like how anthropologists would lay out like a skeleton. Yeah. That they find. Totally. So mm. the... The, this looks the guts of this are like the things it looks like something from fantastic planet like the vegetation there or something am i thinking of the right movie not forbidden planet oh okay not the one with robbie the robot blue people fantastic planet the one with the the ohms yeah the blue people the blue people a blue man the group ohms, <laughs> yes the ohms and the mm-hmm. what do they call them blue people i don't i can't remember such a weird movie. Yeah, it looks it looks like that. Like the green pieces look like bugs. I don't know. Like they're all sh- of them look like bugs. They're shaped super organically. Yeah. And not like normal wires. Like yeah. a lot of them have like bumps, and like weird. Like they're sectioned up like bugs. It feels alien. Yeah, it's a very yeah organic alien feel. Mm-hmm. As a contrast, like you say, like the other, like the design aesthetic of, say, Akira mm-hmm. or yeah. Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. It's very like geometric. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, um, yeah, I don't know, like a curvy, but still geometric. Like the, technology, like the, like the, the curved rectangle that. Yeah. This is totally different. Yeah. This, I love this, this closing shot of this minute. It's just the just... close up of these guts. I mean, I would. I'd put this poster on my wall. It's uh, just, it's so just the, the cool. watercolor of the shading and everything. Yeah. looks so good. It's weird because you've got a little bit of like crosshatch of, of hatching. I should not crosshatching, but a little bit of hatching indicate like some some of the um, curves of the, the outer shell. But then you've got like this watercolor, mm-hmm. different color gradations also indicating some other. Yeah. Which looks good. Looks like a like a print. Like yeah, I would have that as a like, print poster. 
like if there was an official well there is an official art book for this but like if you like had like a like a collector's edition dvd like box like this would be like a poster that you could hang up yeah i wish okay that brings us to the end of minute 41 you have anything else um muska like providing presents for shita feels a lot like beast from beauty and the beast he like oh yeah here's this here's this library here are these really pretty dresses please have dinner with me (laughs) yeah yeah that's it oh and there's no music absolutely no music yeah we'll get into that a little bit more like the beginning of the next minute but yeah okay all right uh check us out on twitter at ghibli Ghibli Minute. minute check us out on facebook we have the ghibli minute airship lounge discussion group and we'll see you next time on On Ghibli Ghibli Minute. Minute.